Ciao. You're listening to EdUp Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Papicello, former president of University of Phoenix and Higher Ed Vagabond. So let's get started. Well, podcastees, if you came here because you saw on LinkedIn or elsewhere that I was going to talk about the truth about men and women, aha, got your attention, didn't I? Well, yes. And I am going to tell you all about men and women in this episode. Uh, and we're going to examine the mystery uh, of what men and women are. Um, I mean, we know, for instance, that in recent congressional hearings, people were hard pressed to say what a woman is. On the other hand, Aretha Franklin knows what it means to feel like a natural woman. And Shania Twain told us, man, I feel like a woman. So there's a start, but let's get down to brass tacks here. You know, language reflects culture. And the words that we use tell us what our society looks like. And it can help tell us about cultural evolution when we see how words have changed because our culture has changed. So for instance, you know, uh, our culture has changed in, in fashions, in technology, um, in politics, um, even in, in body types, you know, how, basically what men and women look like. So, you know, just as our culture has a history, words also have history. And so I'll give you a couple of examples. Let's take the word nice. Nice comes from an old Latin word, and you know I'm not going to bore you with a, with a long technical history, but originally nice meant ignorant, and it was not a particularly pleasant term, but over time it got used in various ways that gave it its current um, meaning, which is basically sort of pleasant or vanilla. Um, another word. Uh, that has an interesting history is the word silly, which now means, you know, something that's not serious or frivolous. Well, originally it meant holy um, in, uh, in old, you know, previous times. In fact, it's related to the German word selig, uh, which still means holy. Uh, and another interesting one, one of my favorites um, is the word sinister, which originally meant left or left-handed. I like this one because my brother is left-handed. And so sinister became uh, a negative term because of the fact that the world is dominated by right-handed people. Um, and there were other, uh, you know, there were other stories that go along with it. For instance, if you were left-handed, you could shake hands with your right hand and still use your, your knife to stab someone with your left because you were dexterous with that hand. Um, but that's neither here nor there. The point here is that these words all have histories and they, they change and we can trace this change through documents that show us um, how the usage of the word um, got uh, manipulated over time. Now, other times we make up stories to explain the meanings of words. Um, these stories have no basis in fact, and um, one author one time called it um, when we try to mansplain the origins of words 
in order to understand them. And we call these stories, these mansplainings, folk etymologies, which is made up stories. I'll give you a couple of examples and then we'll get the men and women. Um, one is the word woodchuck. Now we all, I hope, um, have heard the, uh, the little rhyme, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck and so on and so forth. Um, and you might think, well, what does that little animal have to do with, with wood or chucking? And in fact, it doesn't have much to do with, with either of them in particular, as far as wood and chucks. And the reason is that the word is an anglicization of a, of a word that comes from the Algonquin language. And people heard this word and said, you know, that sounds like woodchuck to me, which were two words that the people knew. And so they used woodchuck to refer to this animal. Now, another good example is the word cockroach. It's hard to imagine a worse combination of, of letters, uh, which makes its name <laughs> in, into this, this creature. And there were a few folk etymologies explaining why cock and roach uh, are put together, uh, whether uh, cock is from uh, caca, the word for excrement, and roach, of course, is, is an animal. Um, although actually the word cockroach it is an anglicized borrowed word from the Spanish cucaracha. Um, and so again, the story is good, but it's made up and has no basis in fact. So what's all this have to do with, with men and women? Well, let me tell you, because I think that's why you tuned in. So let's start with man and woman, because we often hear, especially when we're in cultural debates, that woman is somehow a der derivation from man, and it shows that, the, that women are subjugated to men because the word man is there and the, the wu is, is some sort of add-on. Well, guess what? Not. The word man comes from an old Germanic word that just meant person. And it could refer to a man or a woman. Woman, on the other hand, comes from a completely different word. Um, the word is wifman, um, which is neither, again, neither here nor there. But um, it, the two words were not related. One was not derived from the other. They were two separate words and had separate histories that we can document. So, you know, it's not the case that we have any kind of cultural uh, subjugation of women um, or anything that comes from biblical references that shows that a woman is, is somehow secondary to a man as far as uh, the two words man and woman go. Now let's uh, look at another, another example. Um, we have human, um, which uh, as we know has the word man in it, but it has nothing to do with the word man. So it doesn't really have the word man in it. It has the letters or the sounds that we relate to M-A-N. And the word, this word also came from, uh, from Latin, um, but had nothing to do with uh, the masculine, uh, masculine gender. Male is from, again, has a, a, a root in, in Latin and French. Um, 
and simply meant, in this case, male. Um, and female is also from Old Latin and French, but a completely different word so that the, uh, there's, there's no historical relationship between male and female. Now, what's interesting is that, especially when you look at male and female, you'll find that um, the story, the, you know, the folk etymology, the made up story, the mansplaining here says, well, you know, you've got male and then you put the prefix fi on front of it to get female. And that shows that the female is derived from male. Not, right? There is no prefix in the word female. And there is no prefix fe in English that has anything to do with, um, with subjugation or relationship to. Um, and so, you know, male and female and man and woman, while you can make some really good stories up about how they show the sexist culture that we live in, do not reflect the sexist culture. What reflects the sex, uh, sexist culture is not what we say necessarily, but what we do. And so in this case, the truth about men and women is that whatever issues there are between the sexes in our culture is not reflected in the language itself that we use, unless someone is trying to use it to gain cultural or political advantage. So with that, I'll leave you to ponder other words that may puzzle you. And you can always go to the Oxford English Dictionary or Google uh, and type in a word you're interested in and then uh, type in the word etymology and find out where words come from. You may find you get some very interesting results. And now, my friends, you know the truth about men and women and males and females. I hope you feel better. And I invite you to stay tuned to the next exciting episode. Ciao.